1: 84 lou and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithloo.com or call 844-648-4LU. Hello, everybody. This is The Great America Show, and I'm Lou Dobbs. Thank you for being with us. If you watch any major news network over the weekend, you would have noticed the absence of three major politicians, all Republicans, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, and House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith, all three committees involved in the investigation of the Biden crime family. There was, however, plenty of Rhino House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy made his weekly appearance on Fox News, though, where he was asked about Congressman Matt Gates' threat to remove McCarthy because he broke his promises to the Freedom Caucus. The speaker didn't deny that, but he did say Gates must want to work with nasty Adam Schiff and the Marxist Dems. If you
0: did a motion to vacate, you would have to, a handful of Republicans, work with Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell, Ihan Omar to remove the speaker. And it would be exactly what the president wants because it would shut down. How would we, you know watch what we went through in January. How would we ever select the speaker? I would stay, and we'd go through it. So there would be no investigation.
1: Notice McCarthy makes no mention of the 30-day spending delay deal he wants to make with the Marxist Dems in order to postpone a government shutdown. McCarthy clearly terrified of the prospect of being publicly humiliated by a motion to vacate. McCarthy did finally acknowledge, though, President Trump will be the 2024 nominee. Rhino McCarthy stopped just short, though, of endorsing Donald Trump. President Trump is
0: stronger today than he was in 2016 or 2020, and there's a reason why. They saw the policies of what he was able to do with America, putting America first, making our economy stronger, we didn't have inflation. We, we didn't have these battles around the world. We didn't look weak around the world.
1: The big story in the Senate, the majority leader of the Marxist Dems, again retreating to the lowest common denominator, pathetic Chuck Schumer waving the dress code for members on the Senate floor. The new rule change will allow John Fetterman to go on that Senate floor dressed like a slob in gym shorts and a hoodie. The rule only applies, though, to Senate members, all Senate staff still required to maintain business attire while on the floor. Turning now to the latest drama from the Biden family, Hunter Biden has filed a lawsuit against his father's government, against his father's Marxist regime, against the Internal Revenue Service, alleging the two whistleblowers from the agency improperly disclosed Hunter's personal information to Congress. The attorney for those whistleblowers say they had all the protections they need to come forward as whistleblowers. He says Gary Shapley decided to blow the whistle when he realized U.S. Attorney David Weiss was protecting Hunter Biden.
2: Special Agent Shapley made disclosures that are protected by the whistleblower Law throughout his time working on this case, and interviews by Congress with his second level supervisor, Michael Baddorf, confirmed that just in the last week. They were aware of this. There actually was not a lot of pushback within his agency. The IRS supervision uh, supervisors either supported him in what he was doing or those that didn't like it really backed away from the case and weren't involved. It wasn't until he disclosed his concerns to U.S. Attorney David Weiss right. that there began to be problems for him. And that's when Weiss began retaliating against him. And that's what set him on this path of deciding sure. to come forward, both the retaliation and the knowledge that, you know, as Weiss disclosed, Biden-appointed U.S. attorneys were blocking charges from being brought against Hunter Biden.
1: There's some sort of psychotic break in the collective minds of the Biden regime. This lawsuit as they attack, harass, and persecute President Trump, even for his taxes, for which there was no underlying crime at all. Well, joining us now to take all of this up and much more is the founder of the Article 3 project, Mike Davis. Mike, great to have you back with us. We appreciate it. Let's start, if we may, with your recent remarks and an article talking about Don't Be Fooled by Hunter Biden's indictment. Most are cheering that indictment, Mike. Finally, after five years, he gets indicted.
3: But you say, don't be fooled. You're thinking. Well, I'll tell you this, David Weiss, that people say he's the Trump U.S. attorney. I was the chief counsel for nominations on the Senate Judiciary Committee when David Weiss's nomination went through. And I'll tell you, there's, uh, he is handpicked by both Democrats, home state senators in Delaware. That's how the... Bogus blue slip process has worked in the Senate for the last more than 100 years where the home state senators get a hand select the U.S. attorney who could prosecute them for corruption, the district court judge who would oversee their corruption trial and the U.S. marshal who would escort these home state senators to prison. David Weiss has proven that he is a uh, a Biden champion over the last several years he got evidence deemed credible by the pittsburgh us attorney that joe biden and hunter biden the biden family were taking fe- federal bribes allegedly and did nothing about this uh, he has protected hunter biden for many months on this uh, on this uh, these gun charges tax evasion charges foreign corrupt practices act charges wire fraud charges the only charge, so he let the t- statute of limitations expire on Hunter Biden, on two of two years of Hunter Biden's tax evasion charges for millions of dollars. He was trying to come up with a sweetheart deal with Hunter, where Hunter was going to plead guilty to this gun charge with a diversion agreement. So the gun charge would go away and he wouldn't have to spend a day in jail in this diversion agreement. Had this secret backdoor pardon for Hunter on every possible crime, it appears this Delaware district judge, to her great credit, smoked this out, and now David Weiss is protecting Hunter Biden again because if they, if Hunt, if, if the House Republicans would have known about this backdoor pardon, Hunter Biden wouldn't wouldn't be able to plead the Fifth immunity against or Fifth Amendment against. Uh, the right against self incrimination, and he could have been hauled before these house oversight committees to testify. He could have, uh, m- they could have made him produce his documents and made him produce his testimony. Uh, but now with this uh, sweetheart deal out the way now, what Hunter Biden can say is, I'm sorry, guys, I can't cooperate with the house right now because I have these pending charges against me and these pending allegations. And what's going to happen is uh, after November 5th, 2024, Joe Biden is going to uh, pardon Hunter and maybe even Joe Biden is going to pardon himself and then David uh, David Weiss is either going to dismiss these federal charges with prejudice, meaning they go away, or David Weiss is going to come to another sweetheart deal. But all these charges, all these gun charges do is protect Hunter Biden, and more importantly, they protect uh, President Joe Biden, David Weiss's boss, during the election season, right? So people need to understand that they should not be fooled about these charges.
1: And Hunter Biden has now filed suit Against the Internal Revenue Service. And in that lawsuit, he alleges that IRS agents illegally released his tax information from the laptop that he says isn't
3: his. Can you sort this out for us, Mike? This is clearly a a, a move by Hunter Biden and his uh, high-priced, high-powered Democrat attorney, Abby Lowell, they're trying to threaten and intimidate, retaliate against these IRS whistleblowers, and they're trying to send a very stern message to other potential whistleblowers that if they come forward, they're going to pay a price. And to me, this seems like obstruction of a congressional investigation to me. This seems like obstruction of justice. If you bring a frivolous lawsuit like this against the IRS because two of their IRS agents are doing their statutory duty, federal statutory duty, by blowing the whistle to Congress on this corruption and cover up by the Biden IRS and the Biden Justice Department. They should not face this kind of retaliation. And that so, so uh, let me ask you, let me ask ahead. you this, then
1: shouldn't the Ways and Means Committee, shouldn't the Oversight Committee and the Judiciary Committee file every lawsuit, every subpoena? that they possibly can to knock down Abby Lowell and those fools who are going after uh, the IRS in this thing to, to intimidate
3: whistleblowers. It's as you say, it's obvious on his face what they're doing. Yes. Remember, the attorney client privilege does not cover illegal acts. And so if Hunter Biden and his attorney Abby Lowell are conspiring to retaliate against whistleblowers to intimidate witnesses or potential witnesses to obstruct justice. That is a crime that is not covered by the attorney client privilege. And so House Republicans should move forward immediately with subpoenas, take off the kid gloves, subpoena Hunter Biden immediately, make him come in for staff depositions, make him bring in his documents, put him up for public hearings if he tries to claim the Fifth Amendment, I have said repeatedly that House Republicans should grant him use immunity. That's because House, the House of Representatives has the power to do that. And what that means is, is that he can't cl- claim the Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination because he's not going to face criminal jeopardy for what for his testimony, make him testify because I'm telling you what, we have a president of the United States who could be compromised by tens of millions of dollars, 20 million dollars in counting from China, from Russia, from from Ukraine, from uh, Romania, from other of these hellhole countries. These trouble spots around the world, the president of the United States could be compromised. It looks likely the president of the United States is compromised by these foreign bribes and other corruption and the bottom of that figuring out if our president is subject to blackmail, which looks it looks like he is because of these 17 audio recordings um, two with then Vice President Joe Biden 15 with Hunter, where they were shaking down a 10 million dollar foreign bribe from Burisma and then uh, then Vice President Joe Biden. Threatened to cut off a billion dollars in USA to the Burisma, to to the uh, to Ukrainians, president, Ukrainian aid, saying that Ukrainians president must fire the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating Burisma and the Bidens. And then Joe Biden went on TV and bragged about how he got this prosecutor fired. He left off the part that he took a $10 million bribe allegedly to do it. But regardless, the point is, is that getting to the bottom of whether the president of the United States is compromised is a hell of a lot more important than sending a crackhead to jail for having a gun, a gun charge that the only the only charge that we. When after Hunter on is a gun charge that doesn't lead directly to then or to, to Joe Biden and it's also the, the constitutionality of this gun charge is in doubt. So, even if Hunter is convicted, this, this charge could be thrown out by the courts. It's going to be thrown out by a presidential pardon by by Joe Biden. It's it's going to be thrown out by a plea sweetheart plea deal or a motion to dismiss with prejudice by Weiss after the presidential election. It's time for house. Republicans to take off the kid gloves and start issuing subpoenas immediately.
1: And this may sound like a kid glove. Uh, The oversight committee issuing a statement. uh, And interestingly, it wasn't a statement from the chair, uh, James Comer, but rather the committee uh, following Hunter Biden's uh, announcement of that lawsuit against the IRS saying, quote, witness intimidation is just another dirty tactic by the, the Hunter Biden legal team, end quote. We're going to take that up right after this quick pause. We stay with us as we talk with Mike Davis. He is the head of the Article 3 project. We'll be right back. Man, that sunset
0: is gorgeous.
1: Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that, unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh,
3: burger time.
1: That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle,
3: find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: We're back, we're talking with Mike Davis, the head of the Article 3 project. Uh, And I wanna say, Mike, uh, first of all, I'd like to get your, your sense of, why over the weekend noticeably absent from the airwaves were jim jordan chair of the judiciary committee james Comer, the head of the oversight committee and jason smith the head of the ways and means committee the three primary uh, uh, investigating committees along with the subcommittee and the judiciary uh, weaponization of the government committee subcommittee uh, headed also by jim jordan but Front and center, one voice we heard, and that was Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, it's sort of strange to see him suddenly talking because he's been dodging the the very idea of impeaching Joe Biden for months.
3: Your thoughts? Uh, I would say it's better late than never. And uh, House Republicans need to understand that we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Uh, we can Uh, The House of Representatives can do its constitutional duty, most solemn, solemn constitutional duty to open an impeachment inquiry and figure out if the president of the United States is compromised by tens of millions of dollars in foreign bribes and other corruption and is subject to blackmail. That is I can't think of a more important job for the House Republicans right now than to get to the bottom of that Uh, being compromised, taking foreign bribes and being compromised and having blackmail on you as the President of the United States leads to very dangerous consequences for the United States. If you think about this, that $10 million Burisma bribe with the Bidens, alleged bribe with the Bidens, has led to a 10,000 times return for Ukraine, where we've spent $100 billion in U.S. taxpayer money sending it over to Ukraine so these Ukrainian oligarchs can buy their yachts and, uh, you know, putting America in a proxy war with a nuclear superpower that could lead to world annihilation over a, uh, you know, o- over a dispute with, between Ukraine and Russia, over three Russian-speaking providences in eastern Ukraine. It's a very dangerous situation we're in. Think about it this way. Uh, President Obama put Vice President Biden in charge of Ukraine. The Bidens went on the take. And then uh, then then Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, took Crimea,
1: yeah, it's and we. it looks like we're getting uh, uh, just exactly that uh, treatment and Biden putting in charge for the re- Ukraine recovery. Uh, one of the well, she was the biggest donor for Barack Obama. She is a, a, a powerhouse in the uh, Marxist party. Uh, Penny Pritzker, uh, what, what is your reaction to that appointment and what does it uh, portend?
3: Well, I mean, it just shows that the Ukraine problem is, is a Biden problem because of his weakness. Putin smelled Biden's, then-Vice President Biden's, corruption and weakness uh, during the Obama administration that took Crimea. We had four years of peace and prosperity in Ukraine under Trump, where Putin wouldn't even think about trying to get aggressive with Ukraine. China wouldn't even think about being getting aggressive uh, with Taiwan under Trump. And then the second uh, Biden is back, Putin— again uh, wants to take biden's lunch and take the rest of ukraine and put us into a dangerous very dangerous situation i would say to these ukrainian flag wavers they're you know they, they they've gone from their blm signs to their covid signs to their global climate change signs now they have their ukraine signs i would say i would ask them this how many of them are willing to sacrifice a loved one let alone one paycheck to go save Ukraine, and i don 't think any of them would be willing to do that they're willing to sacrifice other people's loved ones and other people's paychecks to do that, but they're not willing to sacrifice their own. I would say that putin's a monster it's terrible what he's doing in ukraine he's ca- causing a lot of carnage, but america's interests are not aligned with ukraine 's interest. Ukraine has every Thing to lose. They 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 have every incentive to drag America into World War III to save Ukraine, right? America does not have everything to lose in Ukraine, not even close. And so our interests are not aligned. And this is insane that we're in this proxy war and spending a hundred billion dollars or more. And that's the uniparty behind this. And guess what? Now China smells. Putin smells Biden's weakness after the disaster of Afghanistan withdrawal after seeing how incompetent Biden has been in Ukraine. And we could have a situation where Russia is on the march in Ukraine and China is on the march in Taiwan. And hell, we can't even find a fighter jet, a stealth fighter jet that's been flying around uh, in the air after the pilot ejected. How the hell are we going to win a two front war with Russia and China?
1: You know, a very good question. And how the hell can we win any conflict uh, with this uh, this impaired, compromised puppet president uh, in the uh, in the Oval Office? I mean, the Marxist Dems have a lot to answer for and a lot to atone for in in the utter act of contempt for this country to put too flawed and, and absolutely uh, feeble uh, personalities in the top, uh, most, two most powerful jobs in the country. Kamala Harris is vice president and Biden is president. It's sickening to see what they've done and they should be held accountable for that. I hope they will. But the way the Republicans work, probably not. Uh, To see the Bidens uh, as if they didn't have a care in the world right now, Mike, Uh, Biden wishing Republicans good luck in their impeachment uh, efforts against him. This is a strange attitude they've taken on. I don't know if it's just uh, a bluster putting a a good face on it. Uh, They seem awfully casual in their confidence. Your thoughts?
3: Well, I mean I think they know that the Republicans and the 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 Senate Democrats and Senate Republicans are not going to remove President Biden from off, from office, but that's beside the point. The the impeachment process is a political process and that's not just me saying that. That's the founding fathers in Federalist number 65 talking about impeachment being a political process. And it is very important for the American people to see this evidence and understand that we have a corrupt, we have a compromised president of the United States, and that leads to disastrous consequences for America around the world, as we're seeing in Ukraine with Russia, as we may see in Taiwan with China. And the American people need to see this. And, you know, the, the Democrats impeached President Trump twice. For bogus reasons. One time for merely ask Trump, merely asking questions about Biden's alleged foreign bribery and corruption in Ukraine. Democrats indicted President Trump four times for non-crimes. They have they have sued him several times, including the New York Attorney General Tish James suing Trump civilly for the non-fraud of a businessman paying back sophisticated Wall Street banks in full with interest. This is out. Right. Lawfare and election interference against President Trump for the 2024 presidential election. And today's Democrats are Marxist, as we've talked about many times. All they care about is power. They are godless. Their their God is power on Earth, and that's all they care about. And so what Republicans need to do is understand who we're dealing with here with the Marxist left. These aren't liberals who love America. These are Marxists who hate America. They're not our parents' or grandparents' Democrat Party. They don't believe in free speech. They believe in censorship. They don't believe in equality. They believe in equity. They don't believe in due process. They believe in me too, presumption Ah. of guilt and weaponized justice. It's time for Republicans to take off the gloves, put on the brass knuckles, and break the Democrats' glass jaws legally and politically.
1: Didn't you get a kick out of Kevin McCarthy this weekend sounding so, so sweet and so soft spoken and so even handed talking about the corruption that is uh, the Biden regime? Uh, I I mean, I wanted I I had a physical reaction to that. Uh, I stand up. And speak as if you have some comprehension of the facts and understand the historical context in which we find ourselves and the necessity of doing precisely what you said. This is not a time for weak need, enfeebled, feeble, spineless, uh, quote-unquote, leadership. This is a time for direction and for result and consequence. And I don't get the feeling that he has even a clue as to what I'm talking about.
3: Your thoughts? Uh, I would say this about uh, speaker Kevin McCarthy. I've been a critic of his for years on the big tech fight. I defended him on the debt ceiling fight and I took a lot of grief from you, Lou, and many other conservatives, but the real test for speaker. Kevin McCarthy is the appropriations fight and the impeachment fight. If he doesn't cut spending in the appropriations fight to pre covid levels and include key appropriations writers. To put conservative policy waivers in the appropriations process if he doesn't move forward aggressively with this impeachment inquiry to figure out if our president of the United States is compromised. I don't think Kevin McCarthy is going to have a job much longer.
1: We're talking with Mike Davis, the head of the Article 3 project. Uh, Mike just brought up the uh, the spending uh, bills. The House has agreed, the conservatives, along with the rest of the House, with a uh, short-term bill to avoid the government shutdown that would have come on September 30th, immediately following September 30th. Uh, at midnight, uh, they have deferred it by one month, pushing it off to October 31st. Uh, What has been the consequence, uh, what is the likely consequence of what has been a a tough fought uh, uh, argument or debate over uh, what to do about runaway spending on the part of the Biden administration? We're talking with Mike Davis. We'll be right back. Please stay with us.
0: Okay. picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: Back now with Mike Davis. Mike, uh, as we uh, took a quick break there, uh, this is a, another a deferral by the Republicans, uh, letting Kevin McCarthy, in my opinion, off the hook, but pushing off the the deadline from September 30th, the end of the fiscal year, to October 31st with a short-term spending bill. Your
3: reaction to it all? So I published a Fox News opinion piece on this. Uh, it was last week, I believe, and. What I laid out there is is what I've been saying publicly for, for months. I defended Kevin McCarthy on the debt ceiling fight because I don't think Americans were willing to let their 401ks crash to try to cut spending in an impossible debt ceiling fight. But what I said in this piece was is that the real fight is the appropriations fight that's coming up here at the end of this month, right? They have to fund government every year with the appropriations for discretionary spending. What I said several well, times. They're, they're supposed to,
1: but they but to. they haven't done that in years.
3: Yeah, and that's the problem. And, and as you know, Lou, this is how our federal uh, deficit each year and our and our overall debt has ballooned to unsustainable levels, where we're going to destroy our country, where interest rates are astronomical, where people can't afford to buy homes anymore, people can't afford to buy cars anymore, the the interest rates on student loans are. Uh, are, are, are unsustainable, where we have inflation at near historic highs where people can't afford groceries, they can't afford gasoline. This spending spree, this drunken spending spree by D.C. politicians, the Uniparty on both sides of the aisle is having Very disastrous consequences for everyday Americans, for real Americans and real America who actually have to live within their own budgets, who actually have to live from paycheck to paycheck. And so what I said in this piece is people are willing to put uh, people are not willing to tank their 401ks. Over a debt ceiling fight, but people are certainly willing to put the federal government on a crash diet, including even shutting down the federal government if we do not get federal spending under control. And that's where House Republicans need to be. It's this Hey, President Biden, hey, Senate Democrats, hey, Uniparty Republicans, we are going off of the cliff. We cannot afford more deficit spending we cannot afford more debt we cannot afford more interest higher interest rates we cannot afford higher inflation this is killing american families it's destroying america it's destroying our national security and so therefore we are going to cut federal spending back to pre covid levels where it's still too high but at least back to pre-COVID levels and we are going to include these key appropriations writers in this these house appropriations bills saying we're not going to spend federal funding on transgender surgeries for kids and prisoners. We're not going to spend federal funding on this lawfare and election interference against President Trump before the presidential election. We're not going to spend this federal funding on BLM and Antifa And uh, these crazy left-wing policies. Here is the budget we're going to give you. Here is the diet we're going to give you. Federal governments with with these ingredients to get you back on track. And if Senate Democrats and President Biden don't like that diet, if they don't want to take ninety-five percent of the of what they want, if they want one hundred and five percent of what they want, then too bad. Shut down the damn governments. Shut down the government for several weeks. It's going to have almost no impact on real Americans in the real world. It would actually be a better thing if the, if the federal government shuts down because it's such a destructive force right now. Shut down the damn governments. And then when Senate Democrats and President Biden are ready to come back to the table and take their uh, take their reduced spending back to pre-COVID levels with the with the Republican policy writers, then we can reopen the government. Until then, keep the damn government shut down.
1: Well. As you know, and as you mentioned, I was absolutely opposed to the idea of the Republicans going after the debt ceiling uh, and trying to exact uh, their, uh, you know, some discipline uh, from the Democrats, which they've never succeeded at. But I happen to agree with you. At this point, it is worth it is worth the the energy, the political uh, risks uh, that are also uh, certainly related to the shutdown of the government, because if we do not, right now, our we are on our way to having fifty percent more national debt than we have GDP every year. This is an unsustainable level of debt. Everyone acknowledges it. It is part of the reason that we have rates going, market rates going higher. The Federal Reserve is acting, in my opinion, to this point with constraint, which is unusual for this Jerome Powell-led Fed. Uh, I don't know what would happen if, indeed, he had to confront uh, a a fiscal policy uh, conflict uh, like you're describing. But the truth is, we've got to stop it here and we've got to stop it now because you left something out when you talked about the appropriations process. The, the Republicans also have the ability to shut down the Department of Justice. They have the ability to shut down the Department, uh, the FBI and your uh, mentor and the men for whom you work for many years, Senator Chuck Grassley coming out, saying it's silly uh, to uh, defund the FBI because we need the FBI. In my opinion, Senator Grassley couldn't be more wrong because what we're funding is pure evil and it's got to be stopped. It's going to be unpleasant. I understand his reticence. I don't understand his uh, failure to comprehend how important this moment in history is. Uh, Do you agree?
3: Well, no, I mean, I'll tell you that Senator Chuck Grassley has been the fiercest critic of the FBI for decades, going back to Ruby Ridge when Iowans got killed at Ruby Ruby Ridge. And so, what I think he wants to do is do this in a way where the where we can rip apart the political components of the FBI, the, the FBI leadership, and the Washington field office, and these counterespionage and counterintelligence components at the FBI that are rogue and are terrible, and deal with those, isolate those, and deal with those separately from the other parts of the FBI, the the rank and file. FBI agents around the country who are actually good Americans doing their jobs. Right. And so. Well, no, 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 not right.
1: I mean, uh, the last several times that they've gone out to arrest a person, uh, they've killed that person and they've killed them at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, And a search warrant has become, uh, in effect, a death warrant in the hands of the tactical squads of the FBI. Uh, There is no sugarcoating this. It is not just the Washington field office. It is not just the leadership. These corrupt values have been inculcated throughout the FBI. Not, by the way, just on the law enforcement arms that I'm talking about, but also on the national defense Uh, Directorate, if you will, of the FBI. This is a FBI, Mike. The problems are far more serious than you're intimating, Uh, and they are pervasive, uh, and they are foundational, and they have to be ripped apart because nothing else will indeed assure the American people uh, of a return to integrity on part of the most storied uh, agency of the FBI. Uh, It it is it is criminal what they've done. It's uh, the fact that we have a couple uh, of whistleblowers, perhaps a handful more from the FBI out of that. The thousands of uh, employees of the FBI is a is a testament to the corruption, uh, the pervasive corruption of that agency.
3: And I and I don't disagree that the FBI is 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 corrupt it's structurally set up to be corrupt the problem with the fbi is you have one politically accountable leader of the fbi the director everyone else is a career employee and so they're protected from civil service laws they're protected from accountability they're uh they're protected from congressional oversight for the most part and that's the problem it is structurally set up to fail and this director has up to a 10-year term and so he he thinks he's invincible and these whether it's uh, Comey or Chris Ray, these these thugs get into these jobs. These deep state thugs get into these jobs, and they think that they're invincible, and they largely are. And I think that what 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 needs to happen is, is I think the FBI needs to be uh, wholly. Uh, the, Vivek wants to take the FBI, and send, Vivek Ramaswamy wants to take the FBI. I don't FBI. care
1: what. I've got to be honest with you. I don't care what Vivek Ramaswamy wants. I really don't. He's running for office. That's fine. I want to know what you think. Because you have the knowledge, the experience, and the understanding of that place. I want to hear your opinion on this because you and I are disagreeing right now about something that I think is critically important to the American people and this nation's future. If the FBI stands as it is, and there's just the, 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 the cosmetics of taking away top leadership or a couple of field offices... I think that it will be the same thing all over again. We have to deal not only with the uh, National Security Division, we also have to deal with the entire intelligence community. They've been arranged and organized and arrayed against a sitting president. They were part of a effort to frame a, a presidential candidate and to intervene in the elections of 2020 and 22 because they refused uh, to to investigate known known corruption uh, with, uh, in those two elections.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the problem is that the FBI is structurally, like I said, it's structurally set up to be polit- too politically insulated and is structurally set up to be weaponized. I think we need to repeal a lot of what we did after 9-11. I think we overreacted after 9-11 with the Patriot Act, and we turned the FBI into a national security agency, and then it became a domestic spying organization. And that's the problem. Then it's been politicized and weaponized. So repeal a lot of the Patriot Act, refocus the FBI back to what its original mission was, which is to take down crime and not to go after your political enemies under the guise of national security. We need to make the uh, the director the deputy director and the assistant director presidentially appointed senate confirmed positions we need to make the senior leadership of the of the fbi schedule a so that they're a lot more easily fireable than they than they currently are we have fbi agents who are you know lying to congress lying to investigators get fired and then they get reinstated with their back pay it's it's obscene what we're and doing that- with the F- and
1: then go and then go to
3: work uh, for
1: MSNBC and CNN as contributors. Of, well, it's it's good to see at least they contribute somewhere. Unfortunately, they are contributing to the same line of uh, ideological fervor as before. Uh, Mike Davis, we thank you so much. You get the final word here.
3: I, I want to thank you, Lou, and I would say. That if you look at this lawfare, we've been talking about this for over a year, Lou, and we, you and I have said this lawfare against President Trump is going to backfire and backfire badly. And guess what? It has backfired and it has backfired badly. We have President Trump, who has now taken the lead over Biden for November 5th, 2024. It is critical that he gets a, a lead beyond the margin of fraud. It's critical That the Republicans get their heads out of their behinds and starts uh, uh, getting election integrity in place with lawyers, with lawsuits, with injunctions. And we need to start doing a better get out the vote operation, because if we lose, This next election, our country is finished. We're gonna have Biden instead of Trump replacing Justice Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court, and then it's game over America. There goes our God-given rights to us to speak, associate, to uh, worship, to protect ourselves, The politicized and weaponized justice systems will ramp up. It won't just be Trump and his top aides anymore. It will be all of us. So it's time for Americans to wake up and understand how important this next election is.
1: Mike Davis, thanks so much for being with us. Mike Davis, great American director of the Article 3 projects, the Internet Accountability Project as well. Thanks so much. And uh, God bless you, Mike. Thank you, Lou. Mike Davis, founder of the Article 3 Project. Thanks, everybody, for being with us here today. Tomorrow, our guest is conservative journalist Emerald Robinson. Please join us tomorrow and each and every weekday. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to check out the all-new loudobs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. And may God bless and save
2: America.